I've been told by everybody up on this roof that they're all off the roof. I am on the roof of Exposure 4. Got fire through the roof of the fire building in the entire rear section. Welcome to Old School. I'm Chief Rick Lasky alongside my good buddy and partner, Chief John Salka. And uh, John, um, we did, we did, uh, oh golly, we did a class uh, not too long ago, uh, one of our company officer academies back pretty recently. And uh, the, the, at the end, on day, uh, um, day three of the company officer academy, we do a first two officer. The first two officer, you know, the company officer considerations at a fire. And um, uh, I love how you and I do it where, you know, we, we throw the picture up there. We bust them into the groups. We throw the picture up there of the fire. Then we throw a picture of some questions. Then the fire and the questions. We give them, you know, eight minutes to answer the questions. And we won't get into all the rest of the questions. Now, you know, maybe for another day, we got some great, you know, great stuff in it, you know, question-wise in there and everything else. But one of the questions in there, John, and we use it in that and our other tactics and strategy classes is, and this comes up from students all the time is, can we begin our attack using tank water alone? And I guess, uh, um, I, I know depending on the particular type of structure, I don't know, do we just want to talk uh, private dwellings and, and multifamily dwellings to stay away from big commercial buildings right now? Or what do you want to do? You know what, that would make sense because it's really, there's different answers to the questions when you get to the different kinds of buildings. But obviously for, um, I feel like you said house fires and private dwellings and, and, you know, even attached buildings and stuff, but residential. Yeah. Well, and again, you know, let me back up for a second. We've talked about this on this show before. Some of our, even, even our command post show at fire engineering, um, you know, the, the, the question, you know, of, or the question, the response is I was, I didn't want to use my tank water because I was worried about running out of water. I didn't want to. And, and over the years, I mean, we used to do, we, when we used to do our live burns, uh, with U of I, with the University of Illinois, that was a big concern, especially in the rural areas was, you know, why didn't you go to work with this? Like, why well, I didn't want to run out of water. And I'm like, well, why don't you at least try to put the fire out or slow it down or, you know, be done with it or whatever. I, I, you make a more, more, more progress that than just continuously working towards burning this person's building down. And then we, we got into the whole thing about, and it, it was funny because years and years ago, I heard for the first time you say, you don't carry that water for ballast. It's not there so you don't flip the pumper over an intersection. You know, it's not car fire right, water. Right. And uh um, you know, and I and, and you know, so I take it, you know, that even a step further when, you know, I, I had one instance, you know, where um uh one of my captains, good guy, good guy, pull up big, big, big ass home. And and I'm wanting him to go to work and he's not debating it. He's like, Yeah, you can see the hesitancy when I gave the order and I go, look, the next two engines bring in water, you know, you and I've said it absolute, 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 absolute priority from the next two is to make sure and ensure the first one's got a positive source or you're dropping tanks that they got water. And then you can worry about other things. I said, I've got it coming. And 
So later I said, why were you a little hesitant? He goes, why do you want to run out of water? And I, and I said, well, how much are you carrying? And we talked about well, 750 gallons. I go, okay, how much water comes out of the end of our nozzles? And, 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 you know, we've done this before you and I, right. Where I tell them, all right, get your, get your cell phone out. Get your, get, and I did this, get your cell phone. I'll get your stopwatch ready. Ready. Okay. I'm going to open up the door to the structure. I'm going to hold it open. You stretch the line in there with your partner. You guys get your nozzle in. You get to the door, ready, open the, open the nozzle, open the bail. Now, boom. And I start timing them. And, and I said, and even before this, I said, so how many minutes do we have? Let's just say with what, what, 750 or seven gallons of water. And everybody's like four, four and a half, you know, depending on what you're flowing. Even with a 500 gallon tank, John, you know what I'm saying? How much water do you have? And, and, and right now I'd say, okay, where are we at? And he, he, would, say, he would say like, cause I was just timing it, 14 seconds. Okay, so 14 seconds. All right, it's wide open, right? Because that's how we fight fires, don't we? We just lay in there like this, the line open the whole time. We don't move in, hit it, shut it, move, sh you know. So it's in there open, fully wide the whole time. How much water do we have? How much time we have left? Well, we're only at 29 seconds. I'm like, this is going to take us for, you know where I'm going. You've seen me do this. It's kind of comical, right? Because I started. And like you said, and, and the interesting part of that is that's just going in, opening up, and counting off. And, and you know, but in reality, yeah. not everybody, but in reality, you know, every, when I was in 48 engine, my policy was we go in, you hit it, open it up three, four, five seconds, boom, shut down. Crawl in a little bit more, all right, open it up again. So if you were in there for four minutes, you only had the nozzle open for two. You know, you almost had equal time. Three seconds open, three seconds close. Five seconds open, three seconds close, you know. Um, and you end up with minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes of water. Now, the one thing you didn't mention was somebody could say, well, not only we can run out of water, but how about this? We can run out of water while we're in there. Right, you know, right, like right, that, right. So, so that that sort of changes that sort of changes the whole argument. Like, who gives a shit if you run out of water? You run out of water, you run out of water. Every, everybody's run out of water. So you wait for more water to get there, you try and catch back up on the fire. But now if you're in there, if you're two rooms in, if you're on a second floor fighting a you know, be, a you know, bedroom fire in the second floor of a house and, and you run out or you start to run out, uh, that could be a concern. But again, nothing nothing that can't be handled with training and communication and i and i've said that a thousand times you know you you go in there you're fighting fire off the tank right and all of a sudden four eight choke with a four eight go ahead well you're down you're down at three quarters cap ten four well, now you know and let you me know? ask you right there how you know how many times you're exactly right that is we've talked about that is a big time reminder for anybody driving right that you have to keep your interior crew inform how much water because you've said how many times do you, uh, you do you want to hear you're down to a quarter tank and it's like wait a minute what what, what happened if we were down to a half a tank or right, right, you know right? right but but that whole the whole concept of the chauffeur keeping track they got all the lights on there they get they're gigantic now it's, it's like a traffic oh. light now right the, the, yeah. the, the, the three or four lights up there the yellow red blue green whatever yeah yeah, yeah. About, right? and as long as your chauffeur's paying attention, which is why he's out there, which is why they don't allow the chauffeur to be part of the RIT team and everything else, right? As long as he's out there doing his job, letting you know, even if he just lets you know the quarters, three quarters, half, one quarter, and you come out whenever you want. Your rule could be half, your rule could be a quarter, whatever it is. So you really sort of can't run out of water, even if you have a just operating off tank water, because somebody's at, somebody's at the other end of the hose measuring that for you too. So, but, but to get back to running out of water, so a guy says, oh, you, you know, Ah, you know, we only get 500 gallons. We get 750. Some people don't think that's a lot, but I don't. I don't want to run out of water. Well, well, if you don't use your tank water, you already ran out of water. Right, right, right. You you're going to see the exact same result as running out of water. Well, stand in there and watch it burn. You know? And what's the difference? 
you know, that we're making for, for Mrs. Smith and the Smith children inside when we delay getting water to the fire, right? How many times, John, have we said in a thousand years that for every minute the water, the fire goes unhindered, whatever, it doubles in size and blah, 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 blah. And now we're even slower. Get, we brought this water with us, with the fire hose, with firefighters, with SCBAs and everything else. And we're delaying getting water to the fire. And, and not everything's through the window. You can't do anything through the window. In fact, a lot of them are not. A lot of them, it's creeping down the hallway. It's already filled with smoke. Those people are laying in their beds, you know, unconscious. And, you know, so the, the need to get in there, we've talked about this, not turning it to bust ass to get in as quickly as you can, you know, and, and not to, not, not for any other reason. And, and you and I both got some great emails from the guys in Stockton, California. I'm just bringing it up for that reason. They were, you and I just offhandedly made a comment, one of our one of our podcasts here, one of our old schools about you want to see people that do it right. You know, there's a bunch of places putting videos out there. Watch the videos from Stockton, California. They are fast ass, aggressive, safe, aggressive. I mean, air packs, hood, you know, there's nobody running around half dressed like you see. Oh, they were quick, but they weren't wearing their shit. We're wow. I mean, they and 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 so just just shoot to be like them with how quick you get water into the building on the fire. But, but tank water, John, right? I mean, you know, let's just, let, let me just ask you, ordinary two-story single family dwelling, couple room, you know, room going, couple rooms going, all right? You know, it's not through the roof and out seven, 12 windows, which we can still attack, but let's just address, you pull up at two in the afternoon, two in the morning, whatever, you got fire showing up, you know, a window, it's into two rooms and you have 500 gallons of water. I mean, do you make that that attack using tank water alone? Oh, absolutely, and and certainly, we, I, you, we've done it. You know, five hundred is a little bit less than seven fifty. And 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 listen, most places that have water issues, and I don't want to call it problems, but water issues, carry more than five hundred gallons of water. You know, it's it's, it's two thousand twenty now, two zero two zero. It's twenty twenty. You right. know what? They, they spec out rigs now. They get new poly tanks. They get all sorts of technology out there. They're designing. The tanks can wrap around the internal components that are pumping out, and they can get another 150, 200 gallons in there. It's crazy. Nobody really should have a 500 gallon <laughs> to, tank to carry. Right to carry a thousand gallons in some places is like nothing nowadays. Now, granted, Absolutely. you know some inner city areas where you got to make your pumpers a little bit smaller because the streets, I understand. But yeah, you're right. New York City's up to 750. For most of my career, most pumpers in New York City had 500 gallons of water in the tank. And, and we fought plenty of fire with that. Give me booster water. That was the sign. Give me booster water. And they give you the 500 gallons. And then, of course, they were in the process of hooking up anyway. we got plenty of hydrants as well. But, but there's not hydrant water instantly. So, so you pull a line. He rolls down the block a couple of lengths. He stops. He tests the hydrant. You, you might get to the apartment door. The truck might pop it. You might be ready for water before he's ready to give it to you. So, you, so he tells you. You know, the officer tells him, four right to four, he show up and give me, give me booster water. So he gives you the tank. And then he continues hooking up. What? A minute later? A minute and a half later? 4-H for you're on hydro water cap. He just says it. It's not even a, a two-way com you know, comment. But, but the point being, starting with a little bit of water works out well, and it gets you, it gets you in operation. Now, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some issues you want to think about. Now, for a private dwelling, you, you, got that, you got that kitchen going, and you get that first line in there. It's going to slow you down a little bit because I'm not quite sure. With 500, definitely not. With 750, maybe. Thousand, not a problem. You're not going to start a second line with a 500 gallon tank. Right, right. Even if you think all fires extended to the second floor now, to the bedroom on the second floor, you know what? It's, it's going to hinder you to some degree. Well, so and let then, me finish my story. FDNY had 500 gallon pump tanks the whole, the whole job 
they started doing 750s on Staten Island, but some places on Staten Island are still pretty rural. Farms and a and, and couple acre lots and stuff like that, no hydrant areas and right. stuff. But now I think, I, if I'm not incorrect, I think, I think all the pumpers in the FDMY now are coming in with 750-gallon tanks. So, well, and you said you said that New York is doing, and that's what a, that's a fully hydrogen department. Well, yeah, they got a gazillion hydrants too, and 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 so, you know water everywhere. But the second line thing you said, and and I just want to emphasize that even more is a great point you brought up because I've seen people, you know, happen a couple of times in Louisville, maybe a little over enthusiastic second do company, they take the second line, they haven't been given the order, but they stretch it, and the next thing just charge it, so I'm ready. And then you 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 know I'm, you're I'm going with this and and no you know what you know what you need to be ready to go don't rob any water any water whatsoever right. from that tank for that first due crew and, and, and I've never had a problem with a second due engine or third due whoever it may be the, the, the engine I've never ha had a problem with my companies self stretching self deploying stretching a second line and then coming up to me hey chief get the second line right here when you're ready I never had it. they never called for water they never deployed it to the building. But I often had 46 engine or one of the companies that knew they were the second line company. They knew it. And the FDNY was always the first two engines were on the first line and the third engine was on the second line. So they knew, 46 knew their third dude are coming in. And very often, as I said, the officer would walk up to me, hey, chief, get the line right here. Let me know if you need it. Thank you. And, I, and there was no problem with me not having right. you know, well, not, I, not ordered that. You and, know? and if anything, maybe the reminder should be if you're given the order to stretch a second line, Everybody's got to be keyed in. Are we on a positive sort? If they're on tank water, you know, because some guys maybe, hey, we got the order stretch the second line, and the nozzle and the officer or the officer, the nozzle may not know yet. You know what I'm saying? And he inadvertently opens it up and starts doing something, whatever. You know, it, it just we, to remind. We always made the announcement. We we always made the announcement. You know, I'm on a hydrant, meaning it didn't mean I was sitting on a hydrant. You know, it was a quick way to say, "Everyone's on a hydrant. Good, good, sustainable water supply. We're good." Now you but, see. A lot of other things start to get tangled up here. You know, we, we're talking about hydrant water. Going right. to work with hydrant water before you connect it to a – going to work with tank water before you connect it to a hydrant. That's what we're talking about. Now, what the conversation has led to is now talking about the second line, right? So right. leads us to another question, which is another discussion for another day, but it's tied into this is, does the second line come off the same pumper as the first line, right? Now, in my fire department, the answer to that is yes. Any fire department I've ever been in so far, and I've been in four – two paid and two, two volunteer and two career departments. And everywhere I've ever worked, the second line is stretched off the same pumper that the first line right, is stretched off. Right. right. So what's great about that is even if, even if you just do it, you know, without, without any fanfare, 46, get me a second line to the front door, 10, four chief. He goes to the first two rig, the first two. No, he's going to see it. They're going to see it. They're going to go to the first two rig or the show is going to say 46. What are you doing? I'm not, I'm not on a hydrant yet. Oh, my hydrant's dead. Go somewhere else. So, you have, always have that opportunity, too, that the first two engine, you know, chauffeur or pump operator is there, and a, another company shows up to pull a second line off him. If he's not ready, prepared, or have enough water or connected yet, he might chew them away or tell them, hold on a second, I don't got water yet, you know? And, and good dialed-in departments, FDNY, a lot of suburban departments, you know, some volley joints, career. Louisville, for example, you know, to our listeners, we're not saying – you know, you just you, we we take a th you know 150 lines off of the first arriving, the first two of the pumping of the attack engine. Saying is, there's a lot of discharges on there for a reason, and there's and there's a lot of you know GPM that can come out of that particular pump. Where I'm going with this, John, is a backup to that operation, two three lines off that rig, whatever. You do it, we do it. 
I know Chicago, the, the, the 2.11 or the, set, the 2.11 engine in Chicago hits the hydrant with a hard suction. Chicago is full of water, like you said. If you ever had a fire in Chicago, to our listeners, and you see an engine on the news or one of Gordon Nord or Timmy Oak's pictures, you see it hooked you know, to the hydrant with hard suction. That's the, that's the, two, the first 2.11 engine, the first second alarm engine. They bring the water main right up to the street, and they've done that forever. What I'm saying is the second, the, the, you know, we, we always ensure the more we are into that incident, the further we go, that we have a second water source. If we lose this main, we've got an engine already ready to go, you know, and we might, we'll have a slight delay, but we won't get guys jammed up. So folks, don't think we're talking about that, but I agree, that, John. There's that's all way over the head. Yeah. That's way over the head of the first two company officers. Right, right. They're, so they're looking at lines and nozzles in the first two engine and the first two hydrant, you know. Yeah, and, there, and there's discharges all over the place. So the first one, second one, ever. But that question comes up a lot, and it, it brings up some good discussion. So discussion. Can I, can I begin this attack using my, my, my tank water alone? So let me ask you this, because I've got a few in my head. What are the cautions you tell that captain, that company officer, okay, you're on tank water. Your driver, operator, your engineer, your chauffeur, whatever you call them, is going to keep you informed, better keep you informed. If not, you go have a good talk behind closed doors. Seriously, I don't know what else is a higher priority to a driver than keeping the interior crew fighting the fire know what, what, how much water is that left. Now, I know getting water from a hydrogen support. What I'm saying is there is nothing else more important than making sure your guys inside, guys and gals inside have water whether that's off your tank and you're making the changeover or someone else's, whatever. But what, what are the cautions that you give that can well, if you're sitting with that company also having coffee, all right, I'm going with my tank water. What should I be, what should I be concerned about chief? Well, I think we touched on it a few minutes ago. We got to be a little bit more cautious inside the building. Maybe, maybe a little bit less aggressive. It's not, you know, it can't lay down and die. You know, you can't just hit it hard from the yard or anything just cause you don't, you know, you don't have tank, uh, hydrogen water. On the other hand, even if you're going to go in, if you're going to go in and make a, 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 an interior attack, um, maybe not push quite as hard, maybe not be so aggressive, like as aggressive as you would be if somebody was trapped. Now, if there was somebody visibly trapped or knowingly trapped, maybe we're still going to try and do that. And, 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 and that, that, that bet is always hedged by that chauffeur outside who's going to, you know, who's, who's going to keep you up. Whatever water you got, you got. That water's not going anywhere. If you've got 750 gallons or 1,000 gallons of water, you got a, you got a good firefight ahead of you. You've got, you got plenty of ammunition. You know? Well, and shouldn't you, shouldn't you be dialed in? We've said this for years, too. Firefighters should be so proficient with their SCBA. Forget heads-up display. You should, you should know. You should be going, I'm about half. Or my, 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 you know, my alarm's going to be going off any minute. You, you should be dialed in. Shouldn't a good officer, a good nozzleman that practices – all the time. You don't have to have fires every day. That practices all the time. Should shouldn't they have kind of that little gut feeling that, you know, um, we're getting towards the end here, and I, I, any second now I should be hearing, you know, interior from you know, engine engine to about your are you down a quarter tank. I mean, shouldn't they be down then with that, John? You think? Oh, absolutely. And 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 I think, and I think uh, one one more step on that would be, it shouldn't be a mystery. In other words, right. You got a thousand gallon tank. You should be doing some drills. You should do a drill maybe once a year, twice a year with the guys in the company. Go somewhere, stop, pull a line at a, at a damn football field or something. Go right. pull a line, charge it, open it up, and start opening, closing. Walk, crawl a little bit, open, close. Crawl a little bit, open, close. Keep the timer going. Let the engineer tell you three quarters, half, quarter, and say, hey, guys, how long do you think we've been operating here? Look how long we lasted. That was just with our water, you know? 
So now when you go somewhere, two nights later, you go to a job, everybody knows, oh, we do this drill all the time with the captain. We, we do seven minutes of water with our thousand gallons. We do over seven minutes. We're good on this. Instead of saying, gee, I wonder how long this is going to last. Well, and, it, shouldn't and, be, it shouldn't be a, a question. And I think, a, you know, I think a bonus to that would be <clears throat> if you have the ability to have another company, <clears throat> excuse me, watching. Because it's one thing, like you said, I love that. You're, okay, guys, how, how, much, how long have we been at this? How much water do you think we have? It's a whole, when you're just standing there watching and going, this is taking forever. It's SCBA, right? You said, all right, you guys are going to have the next evolution. Stand by these guys. And they're in there and you're going, Jesus, what the hell's taking them so long? How long are they going to be in there fighting this, this, this training fire? You know, I think it's the same thing. The guys inside, time's flying by. They're like, it's time to come out already? Holy crap, you know. And the, and the guys outside are going, it's back to the stopwatch thing. We really do have some. But I think one of the cautions I would throw out there, John, is know your building, know your enemy. If you, if you crawl in there and you're going to throw water out the other end of that nozzle through a window and not do no, just sit there. Or if you get in there and you've got, if, if you can run out of 500 gallons of water or 750 and, 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 and get really jammed up because you weren't, I think you weren't thinking. I think you misread something. I'm talking a single family dwelling, apartment building, you know, two floor, whatever. I mean, seriously, you know, I'm I'm going, all right, I'm down the hallway. I've got two bedrooms, three bedrooms. The stairs are behind me. And and the hose line leads you out. If you run into trouble, this this, this, this should be a bunk to get out, you know? Three bedrooms could be going. If I've got 500 gallons of water, what did I do wrong to run myself out of water where I'm being chased down the hallway at a two-story single-family dwelling, right? I mean, I mean three, be three bedrooms, even three bedrooms. How big are they in a typical house? Not a McMansion. A typical American suburban private dwelling. Three bedrooms is well within the capability of an inch and three-quarter hose line with a 500, not maybe a 500, but let's say a 750 or 1,000-gallon tank is, is, is unquestionable. 500, you might make a nice knock on it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely, it, it takes what? 10, 15 seconds of water application to a, to a typical little bedroom, and it's okay, not down. Let me throw this at you. You pull up, you pull up, uh, you got a, you know, single, one, two story, single family, you got fire blowing out a couple windows. All right, blowing out a couple, two first floor windows, maybe one bedroom or into a hall, whatever, and it's lapping, you know, and you're losing the windows. And it's, let's say you just, you're looking for manning, right? We talk about this. A lot of places don't pull up with five people on the engine. You pull up and you're like, and I used to do a little salt. Once in a while, once in a while, I'll say, guys, when you get here, slow it down from the outside. We got to buy some time, you know, whatever, our next new engine. So now we have to consider the same thing, short burst, kind of like <clears throat> that whole transitional attack thing is only supposed to be like 30 seconds, not 30 minutes outside. Right. Same, same. You've got to be conscious, right? You've got it conscious. You got to be aware of how much water you're, you know, darkening out something to give yourself a little headway. So you can get in there and finish it off and kill it, knowing how far your second do is, right? Knowing this is back to, right? You you say it all the time. I'm a big believer. I love when we go to places, John. You see the guys walking around with their radios on all day, you know, or they're listening. They have race. Some guys shut all the radios off in the firehouse. So they, I mean, you know, to be able to hear that. All right, hey guys, we're 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 first due. Second due is going to be a ways away. They're on an EMS call, so we're getting engine four. You know what I'm saying? Back to like when we talk about our battalion chiefs uh, class, being aware of where all your companies are, who's coming from where, you know, we're already behind the eight ball because we're going to a building that caught fire like minutes before probably someone called us in most cases. You know, we need to be aware of where our next two companies are. So how far I can, as they say in Texas, bury up. How far am I going to commit inside? 
I may not commit as far, if you will, knowing I don't have any help coming for a little bit, that we're not on top of each other like in the Bronx. There are departments that have help coming a long way. You know, like it's like a three, four mile, five mile trip for the next engine. Uh, Here's a good question. So what other condition upon arrival, work and fire, upon arrival, would you probably not pull and use the first line or charge the first line with tank water alone? What, what other condition? Yeah, well, it's a very vague question until I answer it. Outside, outside attack, you get this big, you get this house going, a defensive operation. Oh, yeah. You, if you pull two and a half inch hose, you know, unless you're going to use inch and three quarter just to maybe wet down an explosion, keep it from extending or jumping across an alley or something. But if you're going to open two and a half inch hose with a 750 gallon tank, you're talking about a minute or two of water and then you're done anyway. Now, again, if it's to protect an exposure, that might be worthwhile. That would, that would be a worthwhile, you know, activity. But just to get parked and get ready, maybe you'll pull your lines and get ready. But I'm not sure if, well, I'm not sure if using tank water up with two and a half is, is going to get you much other than an empty tank real fast. Not to get you too far down the road with another topic or we do it for another show, but <clears throat> just playing off of that, you pull up. And, and I, I know where I want to go with this. You got fire blowing out the, the, the Bravo side of a house impinging on, you know, in a gangway, a little narrow way, impinging on the, the house next door. And I, you and I have said this, you know, a lot of guys, what do you do? Well, I would protect the exposure. And I'm like, well, we can protect the exposure till we really burn the, you know what I'm saying? We've talked about this before. How about attack the underlying cause? Maybe you hit the exposure, drop the, drop the ignition temperature down on the side of the wood or whatever, just for a, you know, a little bit. But how about we get in there and actually go after what's causing the problem to have the fire blown out the side in the first place, right? How about finish off this that's impinging on this, hit it a little bit, you know, cool, you know, hey, well, you're masking up or whatever. I hit it just to cool it down. And then boom, we go in. Sure. Because I think some people get hung up, John, outside and they're, they're, they're doing this and this thing inside is getting bigger and bigger. Now it's in the two rooms to the floor. Listen, I don't think exposure protection was ever meant to be a, a solitary assignment. I, I think exposure protection has always meant to be, you hit the exposure, you go back to the fire, you slow it down a little bit, dog it down. You hit the exposure a little bit, make sure. Now, if the exposure is really starting to roar, the whole side of the building right, the next right. door is on fire, another story. You've got to really attack that and try and, you know, if the building burns down, the original building, so be it. But if you've got a couple of windows exposing a house, even if the house is already ignited, once you give it a sweep and knock the flames down, even if it's still embers and smoke, then I would turn. I would turn back to the, to the cause, to where the heat and the smoke it, is it, coming from, knock that down for, exactly. you know, another couple exactly. of minutes or another minute or another and then sweep back and forth. Absolutely. And I, I bring that up, John, not, not that we have, I mean, you and I both, we put firefighters aside from our personal families that are the most important thing to us and our friends. We, we love firefighters. We love the fire service. We live, eat and breathe it. I love hanging with you because of that reason. And the guys we run with, the guys we hang with, you know, the butchy cobs and the guys that just, when you go place, that's what you're doing. You're talking shop and everything else. But there's a lot of firefighters out there that I think they look forward to, hearing from people like yourself. I, I say all the time, look, I'm not going to talk about my fire experience, and, I, and but I'll talk about John's, and I say it class all the time. I've said a show before. John don't have to tell you how many fires he's been to because a lion doesn't have to tell you he's a lion. But I'll tell you how many fires he's been to. So listen to what he has to say. Pay attention to what he has to say. When he says, you can do this, then do this, you could take that to the bank. And I think a lot of young firefighters, John, need to hear just what you said. And look, exposure protection has never been – Look, I can grab, I got an extra firefighter that can't sit inside by himself or herself. Grab that inch and three quarter, 
do not look. We pulled up. There was one building on fire. When we leave here, it's going to be just one building. Wet this down. And, you know, and if you train them right, right, you give it a burst. And if it doesn't steam or off yet, all right, good. If, it, if things start popping, if it's not on fire yet, you just cool it, right? Keep it below its ignition to run some water down. You don't have to take a main ladder and, and destroy the house like you see some people doing with a million dollar. I mean, they, I cannot, it makes my teeth itch when I see that. It's not on fire and they're, they're busting shingles and siding. One person, if you had that extra, because you can't, you have another assignment for them, could do that. But I like that point you said, it's not a standalone assignment. Right. You know what? You hit it. You go back. You hit this. I, I say it's like buying time. You, you, your lines charge. Your captain's doing a three sixty, right? Do a quick duck around the building. You're all ready to go. You know he's got to come back. She's got to come back and mask up real quick. So I, I all right. You, you, by the time you got back, cap exposure's good. Nothing. It's not ready. We're, we got some time. Or hey, I cooled the exposure off. I hit a little bit here. Tommy, what do I got left? You're good. You're good. You're not even at three quarters of a tank yet. You're good to go, right? And then, and then the cap mass up, right? Let's go. You get inside. You're kneeling. You know, probably duck walking or whatever. Right. In- right. So you do exposure protection. Maybe you get in there and actually knock the whole thing down. You might get two yeah. whole jobs done with that tank. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I know we'll talk deck guns another day, but um, so so the the short answer to the question: Can we begin our tack water using tank alone? In most cases, never say never say. Oh, uh, you know, always single family dwelling, some apartment buildings, whatever. I, I, the, the answer is yes, of course. Absolutely. And, and in most cases, it's a it's an absolute yes. In most cases, yep. And it, it comes down to you said this in class. I've said it. Know your enemy. The enemy is the building, not the fire. The fire is the ammunition. Know the enemy. How what what size building do I have? What's inside this building? You know, if if it's a common residential structure aside from those goofy asses that bring motorcycles inside with gas tanks and stuff, you know, what do I have inside? I've got furniture, I've got hydrocarbon, you know, I got combustion. I, you know, it's not pallets and straw guys and gals. It's not pallets and straw. Don't go get snookered from the burn tower, but we can get in there and we could do a lot of work and quite possibly, and actually in most cases, in a lot of places, save some lives by using our tank water, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You can keep it from, like you already said, keep it, keep it out of one building fire, you know? And I love that drill. I'm going to close with that for this one. Think about what Chief Salka said, man, what John said. Go to the football field. You know what? Go to the Little League field. They can always use water on the Little League field. Don't waste it at a parking lot. Don't waste it at Walmart's back park. You know what? If you're going to flow some water and dump a tank or whatever, go to the park. Go to, you know, reinvest in your city's uh, infrastructure. You know, all right, somebody, they're wasting water. Well, actually, yes and no. We're training, but the water went to where our parks are so but i love that idea of getting out there and flowing water moving shutting down flowing water move, and and next time you do it on a fire, you'll know you'll know you got seven minutes of water coming behind you yeah exactly exactly so uh, well we're good you want to you want to close this one out buddy yeah absolutely like, like we always say you know keep things keep things simple rick and i talk we just talk about the stuff that we've done we just really just talking about our experiences uh, on the fire ground and on the training ground so it's our pleasure to be talking to you all the time and stay safe out there. Be careful, be safe. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in.